0: to the fear, she might have been better prepared when the news hit that Mark had been accused of impregnating a Scranton woman and was to undergo a paternity test, and the news hadn't come from him. Because Mark was a former UGA student, the scandal had been worthy of front page attention in the Athens Banner Herald. Bailey had been grief-stricken to the point of numb. Too numb to answer his calls, or three days later, open her dorm room door to him. The way she saw it, there were only two things he could do, admit it or lie about it, and she didn't want to hear either one. So she'd packed up his ring and sent it back to him. Then she'd put her heart on ice, where it had been ever since. And Mark had been in New York ever since. Eight years, 341 home runs, and one pennant later. She'd lost count of the number of women, and there had been so many. Models, actresses, women famous for being famous. He'd gotten engaged to a good percentage of them, though he had yet to make it to the altar. And now, here he was, just a few yards away. Bailey didn't dare look up, but she could hear Missy shouting orders about unloading Mr. McNeil's clubs and getting him signed in. Good, he'd be out of here soon, he'd never know. And you come right this way, Missy's voice was getting closer. Bailey will take good care of you. She's not just some volunteer here giving out band-aids. She's the best nurse in this town. Why, well, she saved my friend Lainey's life. Ah oh, hell. She looked up into his eyes, so brown that the irises were barely detectable. He narrowed those eyes and stuck out his lower lip. So he never had stopped resorting to the pouty mouth when things weren't going his way. Clearly, seeing her was a surprise, and not a pleasant one. Bailey, Missy said. This is Polo McNeil. His plane was late, and he has a headache. Can you take care of him? Their gazes locked and held as Missy pivoted, called over her shoulder that she had to check on something, and disappeared. His black hair was cut shorter than it had been the last time she'd touched it, but it still lay in loose curls all over his head, and unlike many MLB players, he had remained clean-shaven. Not surprising. Even if the Yankees hadn't had a strict no-facial-hair policy, Mark knew his assets. There was no way he would have wanted to cover up that chiseled jaw or distract from the most beautiful mouth in the history of mouths. Even when it was pouting. Especially when it was pouting. Not that she cared. Hello, Mark. Bailey. It was her. Mark glanced at her hands. No rings, though that didn't mean anything. Not that he cared. Nobody calls me that anymore, he said, because it was the first thing that came to mind. She shrugged like she didn't care, which she didn't. She'd proven that well enough. A baseball player has to have a nickname, Bailey said lightly. I suppose it went from Mark to Marco Polo to Polo? He nodded. Obviously, she had not followed his career or she would have known without asking how the name evolved. But then, why would she have? I had no idea you lived here, he said. If he had, he wouldn't have come, regardless of the insistence by his old acquaintance, Harris Bragg. Harris, the former University of Alabama National Championship winning quarterback, or actually his wife, was very persistent that he do this. He'd offered to just send a check, but Missy had kept calling, kept talking about how giving back to the community would be so good for his image. Never mind that this wasn't his community, and his image was better than that of a lot of pro athletes. But Lord knows that woman could wear down the Swiss Alps. So here he was. My great-uncle Tiptoe lives here, Bailey said. After I graduated, there was a job opening. I had some previous plans to move to New York, but that didn't work out. Didn't work out? Didn't effing work out? And whose fault had that been? He swallowed his anger because he had no choice. He'd had too many women, but engaged too many times. But that was about all the bad boy the Yankee front office was willing to tolerate out of him. Look, I just need some ibuprofen and some water. Can you manage that? He couldn't deal with this. He needed away from here. No matter how glossy her taffy colored hair was, no matter that Bailey made.